Local Legends on Dave Max Drive. Cork's Red FM. Kevin Young, you're the coxswain of the RNLI, the Cord McSherry all-weather Trent class RNLI lifeboat. So you've been out on a few adventures, I've no doubt about that, but you were out on one yesterday morning, uh, just after 9am. W- what was the story? Yeah, well, basically, there was um, a sailor, he was on passage from the Azores, and he was 14 days at sea, and um, he was his final destination was Sligo, where he was heading for... And um, basically four days previous, in very rough weather, he was um, demasted. And basically he's a very experienced sailor from talking to him. And um, he kept going. And basically, unfortunately, then the um, the engine packed up on him and then the steering went to him. So basically he done the right thing, um, seeking for help because he was totally disabled. And uh, he alerted the Coast Guard. And the Coast Guard alerted us and they set off our bleepers. And then we were launched just yesterday, then at um, 10 past nine in the morning. So, um, as you can imagine, every fellow was at work and stuff, and, you know, we're all volunteers. Yeah. And it was a great response, because the, the lifeboat is the backbone of Cormac Sherry Village. Mm. And um, I suppose, like, when I grew up, like, I was 17 when I joined it, so I have 20 years done next year. And, like, every other fellow that's on the boat has, you know, a long service, you know, and, you know, there's a lot of experience. Like, we have a lot of fellows that are, you know, full-time at sea, and they bring a lot to the boat. Mm. So, you know, like, just being a coxswain, you know, you really need a good team around you to... Why, what, what, what is that? Stuff. What is the coxswain? Basically, the coxswain would be the person in charge of the lifeboat. Gotcha. So we have a first coxswain who's the, who's in charge, which would be Sean O'Farrell. So then if Sean happened to, you know, wants to leave the village to get shopping, because as you can imagine, there's not much around Cormac, so um, one of us then would step in or, you know, then you'd cover mm. for whichever coxswain needs cover. Mm. So yes, I happen to be the duty coxswain. So um, as you can imagine, I did two kids. I have two kids under three and the pager goes off. Oh. And you have two kids running around the place. So then, you know, I put them into the car and met the mother. And, 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 and she took the kids. And is this a voluntary job you do? Do you not, do you not get paid at all for this? No, I'd be a volunteer. I work full-time at sea myself. Yeah. And obviously then I do this in my spare time when I'm home. And, 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 as, and as a service? Is this is this a sort of a service to the community? Yeah, well, basically it's like other people, you know, give back with GA and training yeah. kids yeah. and under-12s and that. And I suppose this is what we do in Cormac. You know, we've all kind of been brought up into it. You know, right when I was like, you know, 10 or 12 around the street, you'd see all the lads running down you know, responding to a call, like, and we'd be down pulling the punt for them and stuff like that, you know, and then you'd get the interest going, you know. So is is, is being part of the lifeboat crew in Cord Mac kind of like lining out for the senior hurlers or, or the senior camogie teams? Uh, are you guys the heroes of the village? Yeah, well, like, you know, the way everyone, you know, we're all... Uh, no, I suppose I was just saying, like, it's kind of a role that people would look look up to, you know what I mean? Like, like you're, you were saying as a young fella, you'd see people at it, and here you are all those years later, and you're the one heading out in the boats and involving yourselves in presumably dramatic rescues along the way at different times. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, it's been a very busy year for us in Court Mac, you know, this year alone. This, that was our 17th call yesterday. Jeez. You know, the way, and thankfully, they've all been good outcomes so mm. far, you know? Mm. So... But like it's you know every person's at work. Like uh, the crew yesterday was um, Pat Lawton, who works out in the local co-op. Mm. You know, and he left his job to respond as he was um, the duty mechanic, and then you had Tig McCarthy, who was the navigator, and um, Connor Tinkle and Evan Sullivan, and they all responded. You know, left their work to go out on the boat. You know, when someone was seeking help, mm. you know, they're ready to go. 
and you know the there was a good response then there'd be another seven or eight fellas were turned up after as well <laughs> yeah. and you I mean know, and I mean there's times I guess the conditions you're going out in you're risking your lives as well as part of it oh yeah definitely like you know no, you know there's, and there's no you know two calls the same mm. but you know yes you know the conditions can be very poor at times you know and you know some days you know they can be lovely and flat cam but you know 90% of the time yeah. you know it is you know it's not too pleasant you know uh, well but, uh, I, I, in a way I, I, I know you're well used to it but it's there still must be a, a fierce adrenaline and, and a, a grip of iron fear in the gut sometimes uh, with, with some of the situations that you might find yourself in but of course you're off to try to rescue people and save their lives so that'll steal you somewhat for that. This situation here now, how worried would your man have been? I mean, to, to end up entirely disabled at, at sea, should he have gotten in touch when, when he lost the mast? Uh, you know, he, he obviously tried to power on with the engine, then he loses steering. So, I mean, he was he was just drifting out in open sea, was he? If, if bad conditions come, that's not a pleasant scenario to be in, is it? No, definitely not. But I suppose, like, he had a lot of experience on his side as well. Mm. You know, which would probably, you know, the way when you're in that situation, I suppose, you know, the way he did do the right thing, you mm. know, the way, you know, when the time came that, you know, he couldn't carry on anymore, you know, mm. when mm. he alerted the Coast Guard, mm. you know. But I suppose everyone has their limits, you know, but definitely it wasn't too pleasant for him, I would imagine, because <laughs> it was in very rough weather. I hear he was happy to, uh, to, to land at Court Mac. Oh, definitely, yeah. You know the way it's always nice to go out on a call, you know the way when you go to someone in trouble hmm. to have a good um, outcome, outcome, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you know the way you leave Cormac Bay, you know, in the the back round the harbour, the mm. point of the wood, yeah. and then you return with, you know, bringing someone home, who, yeah. you know, who was in trouble, you know? Good on you. Listen, it's a fabulous story, Kevin Young. Thanks for telling me about it, and good luck to you in, in, in all further adventures. And here's to the RNLI. Let's support them where and when we can, lads. Yeah, no, definitely, and a big thank you to all the, you know, volunteers at the station, you know, who respond to the calls, you know, especially, you know, this year, you know, things haven't been easy, you know, with COVID and everything, and in fairness, like, there's always a good turnout, and, you know, everyone's putting people first, you know, it's a great, um, yeah. you know, crew at Cormac, along with all the other stations and the rescue services throughout the country. Good man, Kev, thank you, sir. Thanks for listening to this Red FM podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and check out redextra.ie for more great Red FM content.